What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackthat's40.com and shreddedat's40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jack That's 40 podcast. Today, we're going to talk about are food label errors stopping you from getting lean after 40? And yes, it's true. Food labels are known to be incorrect. Not all the time, but there's definitely room for error and it can have a significant impact on your fat loss success, getting lean after 40, if you're not aware of this and, and understand how to make the proper adjustments and how to kind of work with these errors to help you still achieve your goal of getting lean after 40. Now, some people will use these food label errors as a reason to say um, calorie tracking doesn't work. There's just too many errors involved there, why bother with it? There's other methods that will work better. And I don't agree with that. I'm going to get into that in a moment. But the big reason for today's topic is um, a conversation that I had with a coaching client. He shared a food label on, uh, it was like kind of a, a higher protein ice cream, lower calorie kind of ice cream treat that he was going to have. And it's something that he has on a regular, like a couple times a month type thing. And he is very well aware of uh, food labels, that the calories that are on there, the macro breakdowns, all stuff. He's really into the, he pays attention to the details here. And the full serving of this ice cream was 280 calories, which is fantastic for a pint of ice cream, especially when you compare it to like Ben and Jerry's that I will have from time to time. That's like 1200 calories uh, for a pint of that. Um, so 280 calories for the, the whole pint. And it breaks down to 55 grams of carbs, uh, nine grams, sorry, of protein and 15 grams of fat. So if protein and carbs work at four calories, each of those, and fat is nine calories, got 55 grams of carbs, so that's 220 calories, 15 grams of fat, so nine calories per gram, uh, works it to be 135 calories, and then nine grams of protein is 36 calories. And if you total that up, that comes to 390 calories. That's a 110 calorie difference there. So he's like, he's like, what do you do in this situation? Do you track the calories that are on the label, like 280 calories? Or do you add up the macros there, the calories that are in each of the macros and go with the 390 calories? Like, what should I do here? Like, this is gonna, this could throw, this could have an impact on my fat loss success. And like, that's way more attention than I pay. Like, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't look at the macros and add them up and see if they fit. I don't pay that much attention to the details. I basically, on an item like this, I scan the barcode, it goes into MyFitnessPal. I just trust that those calories work out to be the same and the protein is good. Sorry, the macros are going to be in the ballpark. Uh, so who knows what's going on with the food labels that I'm, I'm consuming. I, I've not paid attention. I've got the Greek yogurt, that's spot on. Uh, I think it's 19 grams of protein and six grams of carbs in there. Um, and it's hundred calories per serving. So I know that is kind of spot on in regards to that. It's also like, there's not many ingredients in there. So I think that that tends to have an impact on the accuracy of what you'll see on the label there. So in, in my situation, so what would I do in that situation where I am aware that there's a 110 calorie difference there, uh, I still go with the what the, what the label says. And I'll, I'll get into that in, in a moment here. But the, the thing is, like this is a legitimate concern because if it's 110 calories off, let's say your goal is to drop one pound per week and you, so you create a 500 calorie deficit per day. 
that's 110 calories out of the deficit. So you're no longer in a 500 calorie deficit. You'd be in a 390 calorie deficit. So at the end of the week, if you're thinking to yourself, man, I only lost like three quarters of a pound. What's going on here? Like, I should be dropping a pound per week, especially based on past uh, situations there. Um, so it can have an impact there, especially like this is just one food item. Now imagine if there are multiple food items that you consume throughout the day that are off by 50, 60, 100 calories as well. I mean, you could basically, if you're just creating a 500 calorie deficit, it could be eliminated by five different food items that you're consuming throughout the day. So it's definitely a legitimate concern. but. For me personally, like one of the reasons why I I just go with whatever the heck the label says is, and also why I don't agree that calorie tracking doesn't work even if these food labels have errors, is that if you're eating these foods consistently throughout the week, even each and every day, it's consistently wrong all the time. So say like for, and, and this is this is the big reason why having a structured nutrition lifestyle really pays off. Like for me personally, I have three meals that are exactly the same every single day. I have my shake for breakfast. I have my four eggs, my along with some mixed veggies there. I have the bowl of oats with berries in there, sometimes a scoop of protein powder and some maca in there. Um, and then my third meal is the Greek yogurt with frozen berries and sometimes a scoop of protein powder in there as well. So I have those same three meals each and every day. My dinners, there's probably about seven to 10 dinners that I have that I rotate through on a, a regular basis. So most of the foods that I'm eating are consistent all the freaking time. So if there are errors in those foods, at least it's a repetitive error each and every time. And if at the end of the week, uh, my goal is to lose a pound, but I only lost three quarters of a pound, and I've been doing that for a few weeks ago, I need to make an adjustment here to bump it up, make my fat loss a little faster. I reduce my calories by, let's say, 100 calories for the week. So that would kind of correct for that error automatically um, that is in that, that food item. That food item that's 110 calories, it, it kind of wipes itself out because you make that adjustment. It doesn't matter if those calories are off for that item. If they're consistently off day after day, day after day, you just make that correction. Like you make that adjustments at the end of the week and it kind of works itself out in the wash. If you get my drift. I want to drop a comment down below if you're fully understanding that, if you're fully grasping that concept, uh, or if it's still a little bit confusing for you, maybe I'll do another little video on this in the future, or maybe just a, a short or a story or something along that lines to help clarify that issue. The main point is that calorie tracking, it's not an exact science. It's just basically our best guesstimation. Like, you're not, even if you like, you look in MyFitnessPal, you're using MyFitnessPal to track some foods, a food item doesn't have a label on it, but you go in there and you're looking up how many calories are in a banana. It's like the thing with MyFitnessPal is a lot of those food items are generated by other users and someone else may have entered in the wrong data in there as well. Uh, but the thing is, if you're consistently using that same thing each and every time, it's consistently wrong. And if you aren't experiencing the weight loss that you're want to achieve and, and achieving your goal of getting lean after 40, then you just reduce the amount that you're eating a little bit. Again, as long as it's consistently wrong each and every time, it's easy to make the uh, adjustments with your nutrition. It's when you're bouncing around with everything, like changing your meals all the freaking time and never eating consistently, you have no structure in your nutrition at all, it makes it a little bit tougher to make those kinds of adjustments. And the same thing when it comes to calories burned, like there's so many, I mean, it's, that is definitely, 
very much an estimation and it can be well off by a few hundred calories as well. A lot of it does depend on like how much you move throughout the day. If you're on your feet a little bit more today than you were yesterday, I mean, you're not gonna track that. How many seconds, if, if you were on your feet for five minutes, 25 seconds longer than you were yesterday, you burned a few more calories than you did yesterday because of that. Um, or if you fidgeted a little bit more, you're moving. There's so many different little factors that can um, have an impact on how many calories you're burning throughout the day. Thermic effects of food, so the food composition you're consuming each day can have a little bit of a different impact on that. I mean, stress levels, all these different things can have a big impact on how many calories you're burning per day. And again, the point with calorie tracking isn't to say, man, I'm like, this is how much I'm consuming each and every day. I'm like spot on with my calorie intake. I mean, there's there's errors in that. And you're thinking, this is how many, this is the activities that I'm doing today. I enter this into my my calorie calculator here and it says I should, I'm basically burning this many calories, but you don't know, you're burning different calories each and every day. And that's why our maintenance level calories, it's more of a range than an exact number. So even if you are consuming 2000 calories each and every day, your maintenance level calories is 2500 based on the estimations, your maintenance is gonna be different. It could be a, a broad range. You're never going to be exactly a 500 calorie deficit each and every day. But this is why it is so beneficial when you are trying to get lean after 40 to have a very structured lifestyle. Like I said, with your nutrition, having some meals that you're gonna consume each and every day and you have a, a handful of dinner options that you just rotate through on a regular basis. So you're keeping things consistent on a regular basis, but also your activity levels. You the number of days that you train, the kind of cardio you're doing, your overall lifestyle, like being on your feet. So try not to have some weeks where you're spending, you're coming home and just sitting on the couch for longer than normal. You try to keep your lifestyle as consistent as normal. You keep your sleep schedule as consistent as normal. Uh, and again, trying to manage your stress the best you can throughout as well. So all these things, the more consistent your lifestyle can be and your nutrition can be, it just makes things easier. You'll never know exactly how many calories you're burning. You're never gonna know exactly how many calories you're consuming. But if things are consistent, you know, all right, I just need to reduce my portion sizes a little bit. Um, if you're not achieving your goal or if you're losing fat too fast and you want to bump it up, you just increase your portion sizes in the form of calories. You just kind of look at, I'm going to add 100 calories to my day. Where do I want to add those 100 calories? Or I need to subtract 100 calories from my day. Where do I want to kind of take that away from if you're not achieving your fat loss goals for the week? So keeping things consistent, not, not necessarily obsessing over is this food label correct or not? Just keep things consistent and then you just make the adjustments if you're based on how your body is responding to those foods, kind of feedback you're getting if you are losing your target weight each and every week. So don't obsess over the food labels and don't obsess over if you're on a car, piece of cardio equipment that says you burnt 500 calories, chances are you didn't burn 500 calories on that. So there's errors in all of that, but keep things consistent and make the necessary adjustments as we're going along. Once again, I hope that is a clear enough uh, explanation of all of this. But again, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you want me to expand on anything, please drop a comment down below to share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback, share what you think. And are you tracking your calories as well? Have you found errors in food labels? This client says he finds them all the freaking time. Uh, I was just looking through my fridge and everything was kind of adding up from what I saw. 
Um, but again, a lot of the stuff that I have is just simple items. There's not a lot of ingredients in there, so that always makes it easier as well. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. I'd really appreciate it. Really helps the channel out. And if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from watching today's video and listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. Sharing this video also helps this channel out as well. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. I hope you have an amazing day. Drop a comment down below. Let me know if you have any further questions. I look forward to addressing them in future videos. Take care.